Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Yo, president is watching. America is watching. But more important... God, Father, watch it. Make no mistake, there will be no fuck-ups. Marines around this world would give they left nuts to be where you are. Anybody not want to go? Marines! Kill on three!
mighty shriek and a million full metal jacketing. You better believe it when the boot comes down, the blood I spill on the battleground will soak the earth until the wicked drown in the death I deal when the hate comes out. Born to the beating of the drums of war, shaped in the fire and valley floors, made hard in the waters of the beach I tore from the devil's claws in 44. And the enemy dies when the barrel spits, the fire flies. It's on point and killing time, and I deal with a heart like Arctic ice. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, Much Bailey Jr., your host, and just a couple zip codes away, let's welcome Ward to the program. Hello, Ward. Hey, Hutch, how you doing? I'm here in Mission Control, ready to rock and roll. This is going to be an awesome show tonight. Absolutely, no question about it. Uh, please follow me on Spreaker, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the, okay, let's figure this out now. The Cold War Radio, patron hotline, 412 412- Two zero six six two zero eight email scrtv at live dot com. You can catch the podcast after the live stream just about anywhere that they're at, that they aggregate podcasts. The four hundred five media dot com, iHeartRadio, RD Elephant, the Cold War Radio app, free in your app store, YouTube. It's just everywhere. Use the hashtag Cold War Radio on Twitter, and you'll be instantly connected to other listeners. Go to SteelCityResistance dot com. Catch the research room, which is just a, a plethora of information when you have those uh, annoying contacts that you have to debate 
It just gives you all the uh, facts that you need to be successful. You can become a Cold War Radio patron, and that's really the lifeblood of the show, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, if you like what you hear and you can for- afford a little bit, it's a monthly situation where you determine how much uh, we're worth every month, uh, and that's what you send. Uh, you don't even have to send it. They take it uh, when you give them the information. You can stop at any time. Subscribe on Subscribestar. Check out the video page, which is, uh, has the videos of most of the audio clips that we play. Uh, you just heard that version of the Warrior Song. Go to thewarriorsong.com. There's several, several versions. If you'd like to write to the program, it's Cold War Radio, P.O. Box 96022, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, 15226. Cold War Radio. And as you said, Ward, we do have a uh, stellar program lined up. I want to shout out to Mona Salama, our communication director in New York City. She makes it happen, ladies and gentlemen. But anything going on uh, over your way, Ward? It's been a while. It's been about a week. I haven't talked to you. What's going on? Yeah, it's been pretty quiet here, and I and I I do appreciate that. Uh, our, our illustrious mayor did throw his hat back into the into the uh, arena. Uh, I just wish somebody'd run against him. Uh, you know, I, right now I'd vote for a cocker spaniel over that cat. Well, I'll tell you, you know, maybe we but, ought to start uh, getting involved in that. You know, because I agree with you. I, I think that, uh, especially one of the things. Uh, that I had to do in the last leg of my military career. Uh, I spent it here in, in Pittsburgh, and uh, we had to do a lot of funerals, a lot of funeral details. And you would not believe the amount of veterans in this part of the world. I mean, there are so many. There were funerals every day, multiple funerals every day. Uh, and I just can't believe yeah. that a place with that many veterans would vote for a communist. I don't think they knew he was a communist until after he was elected the last time. Uh, this guy needs to be run the hell out of town. Yeah, well, he's starting to show. I mean, he the, after the last election is when he really started to show his true colors. Um, the, in fact, there, there's an issue right now down in uh, the lower part of Greenfield called the run. They have problems every time there's massive rains like we had last night. It, it, the, they flood. And the city was supposed to put in a drainage plan, but Peduto put that on the back burner so that he could build a, they're calling it the Oakland Corridor. Oh, God. And they're diverting, they're diverting money from the, uh, pro, the drainage project and putting all that money into this building a road for no apparent reason. I mean, there's already a hundred different ways to get from Oakland to downtown to, to Hazelwood. I don't understand the, the need for this. Food. So, uh, and none of the residents on there want it because they'd rather have their, their basement start to dry out instead of getting a foot of water every time we get a, a crazy rainstorm. But I mean, you, could, you, could, you could take uh, some of the bike lanes away and that would make even more routes. Uh, to go places. I mean, this guy, uh, and you know, one of the things is, and I'm kind of glad about this, uh, but you know, you have this city, 300,000 people about, it'll probably be 299 at the next census, but because uh, it's steadily slipping since the 30s, well, early 40s anyway. Uh, I actually researched that. That's when they, that's when the Democrats took charge. 
Uh, we've been losing population every 10 years ever since. Uh, I'll never forget, uh, before I moved back here, I was still out in uh, central Pennsylvania, and it was uh, it was during the time, I'm pretty sure, when the Pirates uh, were uh, – it was the early 90s. They were getting in the playoffs and things like that, and I was – Well, that's co- back when they were still good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was coming back every every year to watch the playoffs uh, from out near Harrisburg. And I remember one day, uh, and incidentally, we're about city number 63 today. But at that time, this was in the 90s, uh, we had been dethroned from 25th largest city in the United States of America by Wichita, Kansas. Thank you very much, Democrat politicians, for making everybody leave. Uh, and now we're at 63 or something like that. So it's a, it's a steady bleed, and I, I just hope it's not too late till we figure it out. Uh, but I, I don't uh, have a whole lot of hope, <laughs> unfortunately. No, and the, I think part of the problem is, too, that next to Dade County, Florida, Allegheny County is the oldest county in the United States. And we've talked about this before on the show where you have the old school, you know, people believe for whatever reason that if you were a working class guy and you got up and went to work and did your thing, that you should be a Democrat. And if you were a white collar, you know, worker, you know, office person, you were a Republican. And that's how they their lines of demarcation were drawn. Now the tables have turned and the Democratic Party is not the party of the working class at all, other than, you know, what the unions want you to believe. Uh, so the older people are still, you know, going into the, the voting booth on election day and pulling the big D and letting the chips fall where they may. And the younger people uh, seem to think that socialism and communism is the way to go. Uh, You'd think they would look at Bernie Sanders' uh, campaign and his campaign promises and the reality uh, when his campaign workers demanded $15 an hour like he wants to give everybody. uh, He cut their hours. Wake up, millennials. This is is what will happen to you. To you, That's not exactly not to me, not to not to me. I already amassed my fortune. To you, fortune. That's a joke. <laughs> but anyway, I'm saying <laughs> I, I wasn't going to comment on that. Uh, <laughs> uh, let, let, let's talk salary now. <laughs> yeah. All right. So so we need to roll because that's how you do it. You shift the subject when that comes up, you know, but uh, no, you know, these people in the media have lost their damn minds. I mean, and we know we've talked about it before that they, when they're doing stories, they don't care about you, the viewer or the former newspaper reader or anything else. They're talking to each other. So you got Joe Scarborough here and he's probably talking to uh, Rachel Maddow uh, when he selects his words uh, but I want you to listen to this guy and listen to the confidence in his voice. Donald. No better. You're making a fool of yourself again. This is very badly for you. Speaking of which, Elise. It does. Um, all of this is deeply offensive. Oh, I'm so offended. But I'm already tired <laughs> at all the op-eds I'm going to have to read. After Donald Trump loses in a landslide. People saying, well, of course, this was due to happen because his bigotry only appealed to one third of the electorate. That will happen. Oh, yeah. Just like we said, Donald Trump could win. I'm telling you, that will happen. This is what what gets me. This is such a losing proposition. This is the politics of subtraction. 
There is no way this leads to victory. This gets women, suburban voters, uh, educated voters, uh, of course, people of color. It gets them fired up in a way that they'll, they'll go out to vote, whereas this depresses a lot of support for Donald Trump. I, I, that's what I don't understand, Elise, why he's being a bigot and a racist thinking that that's going to help him get elected. It's not. It's going to ensure that he is routed next year. Joe, I think you're being a little bit too charitable regarding Donald Trump having an actual strategy in the first place. I think that this is who he is. He's racist. You've seen it, you know, in his entire career. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Whether American it's you calling for five young black men who are innocent to be executed, you <laughs> see it in his comments consistently throughout the course of his campaign, wanting to ban an entire religion from entering the country. And just this week, to you know, the horrible remarks that uh, you know a, an elected official elected by her fellow country men and women should be grateful to be in the country and should leave otherwise. And it's just incredible mm-hmm. to me that we still are not being just more forthright and saying this for what it is. It's Donald Trump. He is not, you know, you listen to how he's speaking sometimes and the crazy things that come out of his mouth. And you wonder why someone isn't just taking him to Walter Reed for a full on medical because it just doesn't all seem to be, you know, flowing that well. And I think it's why he's going back to his greatest original trick. Can you imagine, Ward, this is a Microsoft MSNBC News Network that is saying well, these things about our president, I, man. I, I, I got to throw in a disclaimer. Microsoft sold MSNBC. Okay. Microsoft okay, well, doesn't have... Let's uh, just say I mean, NBC. That was part of the name. I, I just wanted to clarify. Good Microsoft job. doesn't have anything to do with MSNBC. Good job. But Scarborough, I mean, Republican. this genius is the one who said... Well, he was the one who said that Hillary was going to win. It was going to be a landslide then. Is that the only word he knows? Uh, I'm telling you. Because Hillary was going to win in a landslide. There was absolutely no chance that that Donald Trump had any possibility of winning. All I want to know is, and I'd like to know who the chick was that was talking to, because she got smoking some kind of serious stuff. She is. Because the whole thing has me stuttering. I I just can't believe how... 
insane it is to oh, it's say going to get better. That, it's going to get better. Oh, yeah, because Trump's doing this on purpose. And ladies you know, and gentlemen, it, if you really want to know who the woman is, you can go to the SteelCityResistance.com and the video page, and I think they have her name down on the Chiron down there in the bottom. Uh, I should have It's not that, that big deal. I was just, like, curious because she starts spotting all stuff, and I'm like, I, I don't remember him saying that. And, you know, there this this is the, the whole thing. Think about this. Six months ago, all you heard was Russia, Russia, Russia. Right. Now all we're hearing is racist, racist, racist. racist. Right, no doubt. Everybody's and you know, racist. And last night... They're uh, calling her the head of their own party racist. So it's great. Apparently... It's, it's excellent. You know, it's awesome. They're eating their young. They or, are. They're old. They're eating and, their own. <laughs> and they're also uh, diminishing uh, the effects of being called a racist. Uh, you know, you have to feel sorry for somebody who's really afflicted by racism somewhere. Uh, because every... Uh, listen yeah, because to this, they're, 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 they're taking the edge off the word. Listen they, to yeah, the, they took the... You're exactly right. Yeah, it's not kryptonite anymore. It's not. I don't care if you call me a racist. Kiss my, you know. Uh, but let's well, listen to... Uh, me that. Ten years ago, <laughs> I wouldn't give a shit in there. <laughs> yeah, me too. But it, listen to uh, the wrap-up of last week's news. I played it last night for the Sunday crowd, but check it out. People who say racist things are racist. People who do racist things are racist. Like I said before, es un racista. If it walks like a racist and it talks like a racist, then it is a racist. Anybody who supports Donald Trump today is a racist because you're complicit with your... So you just said it. So you just called me a racist. This president is is promulgating racism and violence. Mm, Promulgating? Nice word. I should probably check in on Rachel. The squad, as if they're the only ones he's gone after. Let's roll a list. The New York Times, Jeff Sessions, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Mitt Romney, Rand Paul, Jim Acosta, Amazon, Jeff Bezos, Mike Bloomberg, John McCain, Jeb Bush, Rosie O'Donnell, Bernie Sanders, Joe Biden, Hillary Clinton, Marco Rubio, CNN, Rex Tillerson, a UK ambassador, Macy's, Liz Warren, Denang Dick, Nervous Nancy, Crying Chuck, Lion Ted, and Lion Ted's wife, Heidi. Now, according to the media, those are all women of color because Trump only targets women of color. Please, he even went after Mick Mulvaney for coughing. Some point, I hope they get it because it's a it's a fantastic financial statement. Let's do that over. He's coughing in the middle of my answer. Yeah, okay. I don't like that. You know, when your chief of staff. If you're gonna cough, please just leave me alone. Get a shot of, and I'll, yeah. I'll come over here. Actually, you just can't. You just can't. Just a change. Just can't do it. You just can't do it. The media needs to paint Trump as only going after minorities to suit the he's a racist narrative. I wish we could prove that they're wrong. I've given my answer, Lion Ted. I've given my answer. Jeff Bush is a low-energy person. I could not take more energy tonight. I like that. Crooked Hillary. She's crooked Hillary Clinton. Don't worry about it, little Marco. I've got more Indian blood in me than Pocahontas. Sleepy Joe Biden. Crazy Bernie. Donang Dick. Lion Ted. Lion Ted. What's your name? My name's Lion Ted Cruz. I never attacked him on his look, and believe me, there's plenty of subject matter right there. That I can tell you. But he's a racist because today everything is racist, even the moon landing. 
Yeah, to celebrate its 50th anniversary, the Washington Post tweets that the culture that put men on the moon was white and male. So there you go, man. I mean, that's like the main thing, and I think they're making a huge mistake. I, I hope they keep going with it. Uh, you've got oh yeah, you got white guys out there blasting white people. I mean, it's it's ridiculous when you because that's mainly who's doing not not all. Uh, we've got some other uh, clips to go through later on that are going to show uh, some really goofy people, but it, it cracks me up because when, when you uh, the panel I'm talking about was three black women and a white guy. And I'm looking at these people, and they're all screaming racism and, oh, this and that, and downtrodden. And I'm thinking, you guys are sitting around an international desk on television. I know you're making at least six figures. How can you bitch? It's an industry, Ward. It is an industry. It's a business. I don't care what uh, concessions are made, or I hope none. But it's never going to end. It's a business. Yeah, the, I, I like the the name that they gave him, the Jihad Squad, <laughs> yeah. and, and there was that was the best. And the fact that there's somebody that complained about that just it makes it terrible. But anyway, going back to our president being a racist, I have a a, 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 a JPEG that I keep on my desktop. I, I don't have it on this desktop on my uh, laptop. Anyway, and every time that somebody posts something about our president being a racist, I put this picture on and it's a picture of him receiving the medal of freedom with Rosa Parks and Muhammad Ali, the biggest racist in the world got an award for helping the black community at the same time as Rosa Parks and Muhammad Ali. Let that sink in. Right. And How you know, racist can you be? And there's more than that. I mean, he dated a black woman one oh, time. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And but I mean, he, that's just a, a, a microcosm. When you say Muhammad Ali and Rosa Parks right. got an award at the same time as Trump and, and everybody, he's a racist. I wonder he's how his friends, given, I wonder how his, his friends back then before he announced, because he had a lot of black friends, you know, celebrities, uh, Don King and, and Jesse Jackson, just, just a lot of them. And he was oh, big. Yeah. Jesse big, Jackson gave him a rainbow free for the rainbow coalition award. I mean, for he helping was big, to, for giving money to the black community. Yeah. For he got a lifetime achievement award for, for helping black Americans into corporate America. Uh, you know, a, a great uh, initiative. Now he blew it a couple times. He let Nelson Mandela communist from South Africa borrow his jet one time. Uh, and it's just ridiculous to even consider uh, calling this guy racist, but I, I hope they keep doing it. Just keep doing it because I'm oh, yeah. telling you, the, the president is already approaching 50% with Hispanic voters, and he is growing in the black community, and this can shut the communists down forever as long as we seal well, the border. The thing is, uh, now think about this. Every time he does, he runs a tweet or whatever, however he does it, whether he goes into the Rose Garden and says it, whatever, and he gets the Jihad squad all wind up, they in turn go run into Nancy and get Nancy wind up. Nancy, you got to do something. And so they're going to, you know, censor the president or whatever, you know, whatever nonsense that they do. <laughs> but at the same time, they're doing nothing. And you don't think that Trump's going to run on that come election time? 
And when he's trying to help out these, you know, congressmen and senators that are running, you know, that, you know, could potentially unseat a Democrat. He's going to be saying, hey, look, instead of doing the work of the people, these people were trying to, you know, just too busy, worried about what I was saying to help the American people. Now, just think back when the president ran the first time, he was a complete rank amateur when it came to politics. People that are like Donald Trump, they don't suffer fools well, and they learn very quickly. Can you imagine the campaign that is in store with Jared Kushner and Stephen Smith and these people that he's got? Uh, It's going to be amazing. They're going to have so much video and so much audio. These people are fools, man. They have not done anything, just like you said. You know, they're worried about their, their chairmanships. Of their committees are all in, uh, uh, you know, just hunt down evidence and smear mode. You know, they're they're not they're going after the guy's family, uh, after his finance stuff that has nothing to do with what he's doing. And on the other side of that, on the reality side, he's the best president that we've ever had in our life. I mean, sure. by far, he he eclipses Ronald Reagan. Because Ronald Reagan was part of the deep state, but he's not. Ronald Reagan was in politics for a long time. Uh, and yes, he was. I loved the guy, but he had his restraints because I don't know, you know, the details, but I'm sure that there were people that uh, were making him do things. Uh, one example is selecting the uh, disastrous George H.W. Bush as his vice president. You know, that was like the what held him in check. As soon as Ronald Reagan left the White House, the Bush people got rid of all the Reagan people. They hated Reagan. Bushes hated Reagan. That's just a fact. You never heard a word from George H.W. Bush when he was vice president until he went into campaign mode. That's the first time anybody well, ever of, heard. Kind of the same way Biden is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he's getting when Biden dissed. was vice president, you did, they kept him. I think they gave him the Billy Carter treatment. Yeah, you know, crazy Joe, you're not allowed to speak. They muzzled him. You know, they had secret servicemen with duct tape just shutting him up. <laughs> well, look what he did every time he opened his mouth. I mean, he's going to have y'all back in chains. Oh man! Yeah, every time he says stuff like that, I just giggle. It's so funny because it's like, weren't you the guy that that was hugging? Uh, What's his name? Bird from West Virginia, who was the sure. Grand Dragon of the KKK, and he that, so, that was your pal, right? He was the oh wait a second, he was the uh, the segregationist that he was yeah. talking about, right? Oh, no doubt oh, about okay. it. And uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm tempted to play this clip, but I'm not going to because I'm just not. Uh, but it's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> it's too close to the I'm interview. Just not. Too close to the interview, uh, but. You know, you watch and say, we've got a, a guest coming up. We're going to continue to talk about racism and immigration uh, and things of that nature. Uh, it's going to be fun. We've got a lot of uh, additional things to bring to you. But like I said, we're lucky to have a communication director uh, from New York uh, who, who gets us these interviews. And she's expanding her base. And hopefully this works. But we're going to find out. Uh, but you've got some things going on. Uh, in the rest of the country that just uh, boggle the mind. A lot of them, uh, you know, one of the things that I've noticed lately 
uh, is that the respect for the office of the presidency uh, is not as uh, universal as it once was. It, it seems like it's only on one side of the aisle uh, in Washington, and that's a, that's really a shame. But ladies and gentlemen, uh, we have our guest on, uh, the esteemed Mr. Tancredo. Tom Tancredo is an American politician from Colorado who was elected to the Colorado House of Representatives in 1976 and resigned in his third term to accept the position in the Reagan administration as the regional representative for the United States Department of Education and was reappointed by George H.W. Bush. He was then elected to the United States Congress representing the state's 6th Congressional District in the United States House of Representatives from 99 to 2009 as a Republican. He then ran for President of the United States, and he was my guy uh, during the 2008 election uh, and was the Constitution Party's nominee for Governor of Colorado in 2010 and received 617,030 votes, 36.7%. Coming in second place well ahead of the Republican Party nominee who got about 11% of the vote. Mr. Tancredo has been referred to as Congress's most vociferous critic of current immigration policy. Sir, it is an honor to have you on the program. I'm Hutch Bailey Jr. My co-host, Ward Miller, are from Pittsburgh, and we welcome you to Cold War Radio, Mr. Tom Tancredo. Thanks for coming on the show. Well, thank you. It's a pleasure to join you this evening. And I got to tell you, sir, uh, back at, you, you were like, I was thinking about this before the show. Uh, you were like the pre-Trump Trump. You had this figured out. <laughs> yeah. You had this figured out long before anybody ever heard of Donald Trump as a, a political person. I want to play a really short clip, uh, one of your political ads. You had this figured out a decade or more ago. Hi, I'm Tom Tancredo, and I approve this message because someone needs to say it. Mothers killed, children executed. The tactics of vicious Central American gangs now on U.S. soil. Pushing drugs, raping kids, destroying lives. Thanks to gutless politicians who refuse to defend our borders. One man dares say what must be done. Secure the borders. Deport those who don't belong. Make sure they never come back. So you entered Congress in 1999 on a platform. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, any where with daily bonuses that should brighten your day low actually a lot so sign up now at chumbacasino.com that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus by the way that sounded great oh it did a long time it it did (laughs) i I gotta tell you i gotta tell you when you were on the scene you were one of the early powerhouses in other words people that were already uh, in politics that supported the tea party and I remember distinctly, and I'm sure Ward does too, 
uh, you were out there on the front lines. And one of the things uh, about people like you and Donald Trump is you don't mince your words. And I knew that was going to get you in trouble because at that time we didn't really understand, at least me, I didn't understand uh, how deep the deep state went and how it was on both sides of the aisle. And and I'm listening to you making these comments, not just you, but you and uh, uh, Blackburn and and even Sessions uh, were were out there and and were telling these truths. And, of course, uh, you know, the mandatory cries of racism came out right away. Sure. Uh, I remember. Explain to us a little bit how that time was in – in the, and we're going to get to the other stuff, too. I just want to give a little background. You were one of the only ones. Oh, man, he left. Okay, hopefully he calls back, or I'm going to try to call him back. He must have hit the wrong button. Let me uh, just redo this one more time. Stand by, ladies and gentlemen. We will get this right. Get him back on the line if I can. And uh, this is Tom Tancredo from Colorado. Uh, just give me a second, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, here we go. Let's try this one more time. That happens, ladies and gentlemen. You're on your cell phone and you hit the wrong button. You know what I mean? Word happens all the time. Oh, yeah. I've done it millions of times. (laughs) I've done it on the show. (laughs) I have, too. I hit the wrong button. Uh, But there he is. He's back. So as soon as you hear the tone, we'll get back into it here. Uh, Uber Conference, a good uh, good platform. Thank you to our patrons for allowing us to be able to uh, purchase this. Uh, service. Uh, but there we go. We got you back. I'm guessing you hit the wrong button, sir. Mr. Tancredo, are you there? Hey, I don't know what's going on here. But you know what? You'll have this, ladies and gentlemen. We'll see if he's on mute or something. And if he comes back in. Can you hear me? I can hear you now. I, I know how that uh, works. <laughs> Glad I'm to have you. I what's going on, sir. I just, uh, just, try, just talk. I, well, I know what happened a minute ago is it just dropped the call. But I hope, in fact, um, what they're going to do here is uh, my wife is driving. We're heading somewhere. We're going, to have, we're going to pull over in just a second so we can maybe avoid that again. But um, at any rate, that, that is the scariest thing that anybody can use, that epithet against a, political, a, a politician today, and that is racist. They know it. But I think it's becoming overused. I think that they're really and truly using it at, for every imaginable thing. Um, loses it makes it believe, I think it loses a, a lot of its power in the process at least I hope so no you know we were talking about that right before you came on the show that this has uh, become uh, it, it's to the point where it's not kryptonite anymore I mean it's not right. the automatic shutdown and I love that but what I was trying to uh, to ask you about was how was it uh, when you were first, uh, you know, coming out with the Tea Party. I know, I know you had a yep. long record before that, but when you were coming out with the Tea Party, uh, how did how did it feel? Did you did you realize uh, the momentum that was building uh, as far as where we are today, way back then? No, no. In fact, I never thought I'd see this day. I mean, I, I really believed that what we were looking at was this leftward sort of inexorable movement, to, and, and it's been going on for decades, really, and I could see nothing to stop it. And then, all of a sudden, there comes a guy by the name of Trump and renewed my hope in the future and in America, because really and truly, I did not think we would ever see the time that we would have a president of the United States that would actually 
that would actually, you know, talk about this issue as he does and push for some reform as he does. It's wonderful to see. I mean, he's being stopped on in many places, of course, by the deep state, by the by uh, the courts. But he keeps going, and and believe me, he has he recognizes that this is a majority opinion in this country. I used to tell my colleagues all the time. I'd say, you know, you have to understand, guys, that most people agree with us about this. Most people believe that we should have secure borders. Most people believe that we should stop illegal immigration. And, and yet we don't because, of course, well, on the, there's two problems, huge problems. One's the Democrat Party elitists who look at that massive immigration, both legal and illegal, especially the people who don't want to assimilate, as uh, being a source of voters now and in the future. And the other problem is the Republican Party that looks at that same phenomena and sees cheap labor. Hence, what you've got is this almost a cabal that's existed for decades, that majority of people want something, the elites don't, and they're able to block it time after time after time. But I think that is beginning to change. I really and truly do. Ward? Yeah. We still got you there? Hello? Yeah. Can you hear me? I thought I lost Uh, you again. (laughs) I guess my question would be, a lot of the stuff that comes out, and until President Trump started to really highlight it, you didn't really hear about the uh, human trafficking, uh, the the children. We knew the children coming across the border because they were exploiting the immigration laws. But you know, now there's the the human trafficking thing, and there's been rings that were broken up when uh, Sessions was the AG. Um, I guess my question would be. Why? Why was that never in the in the forefront of any argument for, you know, the for the border wall? Specifically, you're talking about children coming across being. Well, no, I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, the, not just the children. I mean, but like the the trafficking rings and whatnot. You know, the the sessions broke up, but Trump even talked to them on the campaign, and I was just kind of wondering. Prior to, I mean, and you were in. I mean, it's kind of like I'm looking for some inside baseball stuff. That at the time that you were there, that you know, you'd think that that would have still been going on at that time, or is that something that came about because of the loophole to, to bring children? The, the the most significant change that has occurred in the last several months, really, maybe and maybe going back six months, in our entire immigration problem, is the fact that the cartels have become aware of and are exploiting loopholes in the law that are relatively new, but allow people to get into the country, claim that they are refugees, and then be uh, kept here while they, uh, while their case is adjudicated. But of course, when you've got 800,000 cases wow. in the queue, yeah, that's right, 800,000 cases right now in the queue, you know as well as I do that 99% of those, first of all, they won't come back for their adjudication, and they'll be lost into the country. And that is exactly what they exploit. They know it. And so they have now organized these caravans. That's what's new. The cartels have become a, a major player in, in the importation of people. It was always just drugs. 
they used people to carry the drugs most of the time, but they were not necessarily interested in the people. They wanted the drug money. But it is actually more lucrative for a cartel to smuggle in human beings than it is drugs, because the drug has an overhead to it. It costs money to process, to make, you know, you've got lots of people to pay along the, the line, where people, put, what have you got? Uh, you, you lose a load of drugs, you've lost a, a lot of money. You lose a load of people, you really haven't lost anything, didn't wow. cost you anything. You've just organized, and now you've got these cartels that have become subsidiaries. You've got the uh, Sinaloa cartel and Gulf cartel that have um, uh, subdivisions, if you will, or subsidiary companies. There are other cartels. Reynosa cartel has now it only focuses, it only does human smuggling. The, the, the drugs stay with the big one, but the human smuggling now becomes part of a, of, a, of a subsidiary. And it's huge. It's massive. They go down to South and Central America and actually organize. They recruit people down there, get them into the buses, bring them up. It is amazing what has happened. But, you know, they're business people. They saw a niche, right? And they took advantage of it. That's what has changed. That's the most significant change. Now, so with the cartel involved, do you mean that's like, what do they call them? The uh, coyotes? So is that like the the coyotes coyotes, work for the... No, no. Coyotes, they're, they're primarily still just bringing drugs across people they will bring people of course but the people they're bringing across are not the ones asking for sanctuary these are people honestly you know the quote looking for the job that no american wants and that sort of thing but what they use those folks for often is they they are the the mules um we've got oh gosh i've got the most incredible pictures and videos of of you know these people coming across carrying 60 pounds of drugs on their back with a guy with an uh, with an automatic weapon in front leading it, about ten people were carrying the drugs. Another guy with an automatic weapon, ten people with drugs. I mean, that's what they used the the people for often, and uh, and then you got a lot of them that you know um, couldn't. They didn't want to make this claim for uh, sanctuary or whatever refugee status, so they just sneak in. Well, they 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 come in with a coyote. And so there's still a, a market for them, but the big money, the big numbers are now in the caravans. All right, the caravans. Uh, Congressman, I've got a caller from King George, Virginia. Ken, uh, what's on your mind? Yeah, I, I was listening to uh, another talk show on the way home from work. I don't know if you've heard of this, uh, sir, but um, they, they call it child recycling where they oh yeah you know exactly you're aware of that I'm sure what they do i'm sorry go ahead go ahead no no go ahead i mean uh, I, I wasn't okay well i'll, I'll, I'll explain it. it yeah no 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 it's uh it's uh, really quite an amazing thing um what happens is that the, the child becomes like your um, get out of jail card free or your pass into the country free. If you if you come in with a child, you're not supposed to be able to be uh, deported until you again you have this adjudication process. And so the child becomes the the real um, green card, if you will. I mean, if you think of it that way. Hence, 
the kid is, is very, very valuable. So what they do is they take these kids, they attach them to adults by, you know, holding hands, whatever, and learning the name, and then they bring them in and claim that they're either the parent or a guardian of, of this kid. They get him here, then the kid gets sent, sent back into Mexico to get into the next bunch coming through. We saw this uh, with our own eyes. Uh, on this, in the Mex- Mexican uh, border with Texas, we saw these people coming through. We, we stopped them, uh, and, and they were happy. Believe me, they couldn't care less. They came walking up to us, asking us where the, where the border patrol was because they knew that they were simply going to get collected, brought into another uh, facility, and then that would be the, you know, the pathway into the United States. So, but, so they walked up to us, and they were all, they were kids, you know, with each one of the adults, or most of them, I guess I should say, and we asked the kids Spanish, you know, we were talking to them, uh, who, is this your father? And the kid would say, no, no, you know, and the, the guy would say, ah, nah. he would start talking in, in Spanish and saying that he was a, a guardian of this kid. But most of the kids that were with this group were not related to the people who hmm. they were attached to by hand, you know, or, or carrying. So they, they're just recycled. They're sent back, comes back over and over and over again because they're the past, passport. All right, Ken. This is un- Unreal, Ken. Unbelievable. Yeah, to think that yeah. What's going on? Uh, you know, right, and, and then they say there's no crisis, right? That there's no human problem. There's nothing to be worried about. Come on, this is all made up by Bush and the right wing crazies. Yeah, go go down there and look. I tell them all the time: look with your own eyes. You cannot ignore what you see. Um, oh yes, you can. I mean, I take that back. You absolutely <laughs> can ignore it, and they do. They do. They do. Good question, Ken. Thanks for calling. Uh, I, I want to ask you something. You, you alluded to something uh, before about uh, this problem being on both sides of the aisle. I, I uh, have started calling the Republican establishment uh, the U.S. Chamber of Commerce Party uh, because it seems like yeah, that's the way right. it is. And I'm just uh, – you, you brought something up that gave me another element of uh, worry uh, when you mentioned the cartels. Uh, you know, they brought – they couldn't touch Al Capone until they got into his financial records. I wonder how much Mexican cartel money is in the Republican Party. I know it's oh, I know it's brother. overflowing yeah. in the Democrat Party. Uh, there's no yeah. question about that because I've already identified them as quasi enemies of the liberty in the United States of America. But the Republican Party, I mean, I just wonder. And, and if if you. Uh, <laughs> I, w- so I, I wouldn't be kids. surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if you didn't want to talk about it. But no, uh, believe me. Hey, if I had the slightest uh, bit of proof that uh, that that has happened, that I could actually point to somebody taking money from the cartels, who's a you know a Republican politician, I assure you, I would give you that information. No I doubt my mind. No, no, do- no doubt my mind. No doubt my mind. I just <laughs> had to say it. What, what I do know is this. What I absolutely know for sure is this. Corruption doesn't stop at the border. Those towns all along that border are corrupt. The, the city officials are, are, for the most part, dirty. They have been taking bribes for years. They, um, even where we built our wall, by the way, people go online and look at webuildthewall.us, and you will see what we did, privately funded wall on the southern border that's the best deterrent 
anywhere on the border. That's according to the Border Patrol. Our, our fence is, is tougher. Our steel is better. Our sensors are better. Our lighting is better. Our road that we built alongside as uh, part of the, the uh, construction is a, is a, um, uh, cement, a concrete road, not just a dirt, gravel, concrete. It's absolutely incredible. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, the fifth, I mean, the eighth wonder of the world. It is so neat to look at. And we just accomplished it. And we did it for a third of the cost that the federal government was going to charge. And we did it in about a tenth of the time. Okay, that was what private enterprise can do. But I will tell you, in the process, you run into all these people in these cities who are, are literally hounding you for money because you're going to cut off their, you know, you're getting into their rice bowl. Yep. They, they have, they're, they're dirty as hell. And they <laughs> will, uh, along that border, especially Texas, oh my God, you, you can't imagine. But uh, just take my word for it when I say corruption doesn't stop at the border. Now, in terms of the money that flows into, a, you know, a, a politician's campaign or whatever, it's it, it perhaps I, I don't know of it in a direct way, but I can assure you that there's plenty of money that goes into corporations that then gets funneled into the into the campaigns of people. And so it's a, you know, two or three times removed, but it's nonetheless uh, coming from dirty sources. Mr. Tancredo, uh, one more question. Well, I have a question about that. Um, the There was news before about a. GoFundMe page where somebody was doing something else to build the wall. <laughs> Excuse me. Are, are, are you guys in on that? Or, I mean, is, well, our, is some of the was, money? F- ours was the original GoFundMe. It was started by Brian Kofach. He's a, he's a triple amputee vet who started the GoFundMe. It was the largest, absolutely the largest uh, um, GoFundMe project ever. It raised $20 million. <laughs> it the problem is it was going to, he was going to have to just give it to the federal government and tell them to build the wall. But, of course, you can't give the money to the federal government and tell them to do it. They, they, don't, they would just put it in the general fund. So then what they did was to create a 501c4, and, and it becomes a private enterprise. We build the wall. That's it. Go to webuildthewall.us. You will see it. You'll see what we did. Actually completed it last month. It was the most, honestly, I've never been prouder to be part of anything. I'm on the advisory board. Uh, and so that means I do kind of what I'm doing with you. I talk about it and, and encourage people to go to the, to the site. But, yeah, we, we built it. We spent about 8 and to $9 million where the government was going to spend $25 million. We did it in uh, 11 days. 
from the time that the first uh, um, shovel of dirt was turned to the time that the wall was completed up a 30 um, uh, 30% grade. The, the government, the uh, Border Patrol and the Corps of Engineers said couldn't be done. Couldn't, it was far too steep, far too rugged. We did it. It's there. You nice. can go see it. But and let me anyway, let me awesome. let me just let me interject here. Uh, Ward is just coming on uh, recently to the show. We've had Brian Colfage on the program. Oh yeah, uh, and great. we've and we've had other uh, executives from the organization on too. Uh, but I just wanted to tell the audience: former U.S. Congressman Tom Tancredo serves as advisory board member for We Build the Wall. Uh, but you're also the author of the famous Bush era book. Uh, I guess that's the way they. Uh, you know, talk <laughs> about books it. made in that Correct. day, Bush era book right. uh, called Immortal Danger, The Battle for America's Border and Security. So you've been on this uh, for a long time. Yes, sir. I certainly have. It was my issue when I went into Congress in 1998. It stayed that way for the entire time that uh, the 10 years I was there. I You did. I um yeah, then I ran, of course, as you mentioned, for president of the United States in 2007 on this issue. Right. I was, never, you know, I ran for the Republican nomination. I was never going to be nominated and certainly never elected, but it was my hope that I could get, uh, I used to always say the, the tall guys with good hair to actually commit <laughs> to, to, uh, to just even utter the words border security, you know, border security. Was that asking too much? And it was for the most part, but we it finally was. got them. I got everybody on that. Uh, we had I don't know six or seven debates, and uh, and I'd always force the issue, at least to the extent that I could. The only guy that would never actually say, "Yeah, we need border security," was John McCain. <laughs> and yeah, then he's, I, the, uh, he's the one that gets the nomination. Oh my God! It was yeah, terrible. but not only that, but I remember his campaign: build the dang fence. And then as soon as the election was over, he's head of the gang of eight. You know, I'm still, right. I'm still a little nervous about Marco Rubio in this uh, area. You bet. You never know. You know, but let's right, talk about... Got Go ahead. Trump to deal with, and they've got the fact that he's got a 50% popularity rating now. Even after the what the media has done to him every day that he's been in office, he's got a higher popularity rating than Obama had at the same time. And so his... His colleagues up there better recognize this. Better I'll tell you what, and I would, I would submit that his rating continues to rise because these Democrats and some of these, I call them Thurston and Lovey Howell Republicans, if you remember Gilligan's Island. Uh, yeah. That's the way I look at Republican <laughs> establishment right. right now. But I don't think they get it. I really don't. Uh, every time uh, the, the racist word is brought out or his, his popularity goes up. I mean, I read something tonight before the show that the uh, Hispanic voters uh, are approaching 50. They're not there yet, but they're approaching 50 percent support for, for President Trump. And the black voters are coming the same way. They're not that high yet. But give it time. These people That's see right. the truth. All right, let's, they let's, do, let's, and I used let's, to tell again. I used to tell my colleagues the same thing. I'd say, "Look, do you realize that, that most of the people in this country who are hurt by massive immigration, low-skilled, low-wage workers, there's one, there are two groups: it's the blacks and Hispanics, people on the lower end of the economic, you know, ladder. Sure. 
those are the ones most hurt by by the kind of immigration policies we've got and by illegal immigration. They're the ones, you know, you always say to yourself, what in the world does it tell a person who has waited in line for years, who has spent thousands of dollars, who has done everything the right way to come in as an American and, and to come in as a legal uh, entrant into the United States? What does it tell them when they go through that and they look at millions of people being, you know, that sneak into the country, um, break into the country and get all the same benefits? What a slap in the face to everyone. Oh, yeah. You know, I'd like to put any immigration change. I, sh- I, I think we should put up for a national vote, but the only people that can vote are people who are legal immigrants. <laughs> we'll yeah. Well, I, I liked uh, Rush Limbaugh's idea that, yeah, you can come in, but you can't vote for 25 years. Then you watch the right. Democrats but just shut me, up. Once, uh, you, once, once you get them in here, though, it, that would change in a heartbeat, even if that was the promise on the front end, even if that was the oh, law. Oh, I know. I know. What would happen the first time the Democrats took over the Congress and the presidency? Oh, yeah. That would change in a heartbeat. There'd be motor voter. I almost said taco voter. That would be wrong. That's right. Uh, But all right. So (laughs) millions of illegal alien criminals, 10 American cities, one giant smile. Uh, For the final uh, question, what's going on uh, with the deportation? Are we going to do this? I think we are. But what are your insights? Well, I think, I, I don't know if you guys saw, but today, the Trump administration proposed uh, um, something that com- would be completely legal, but of course will be immediately uh, adjudicated. Um, but he, they proposed that it, uh, that anybody could be deported without a um, go- without a, a trial, essentially going in front of a, a judge, if they had not been in this country for two years. And that would there's several million, of course, that would qualify under that. And uh, and that would m- move the process along pretty dramatically if we get to do it. But, I mean, you know, it's a big if. Everything's going to have to eventually get to the Supreme Court, all of these things. And then you've got to worry about John Roberts and others who have this flaky way of uh, dealing with the issue. So it's, it's certainly not a, a done deal, but it's a lot, a lot farther along than it ever has been. And, and that's what I take hope in. I really do. And take heart. We build the wall, and, and Trump has got fifty percent. Oh man, that's that's the best I've had, best news I've had all the way around for years. All right, well, Mr. Tancredo, I want to thank you for coming on the program. Uh, why don't you tell people how they can get how they can get in touch with you? I see a website, Facebook, Twitter. How can people reach out? Oh yeah, and all that help stuff. build the wall. So, Tom, Tom Tancredo on Facebook, or yeah, but we build the wall dot us. Check that out, you guys. You, you, you're going to just it's going to be great, really and truly is. It's kind of like going around Congress. I want to thank Mrs. Tancredo for pulling over. Uh, really appreciate that. <laughs> she did. Thank, thank you very much. Uh, okay, Tom. Uh, you've heard from my uh, communication director. I hope we can get you back on the program again. You glad, bet. You glad, bet. glad to see you're still involved. Thank you very much for coming on the show. Bye bye. All right, Tom Tancredo, ladies and gentlemen former congressman from Colorado, and uh, great interview, Ward. I mean, uh, I'm glad to see he's still active. Yeah, it sounds like he's extremely active, which is awesome. Uh, great, sh- great guest, man. I, the interview was awesome. I told you guys we are going to have a great show. Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Cold War Radio 
with Ward Miller, the Steel City Resistance episode on a Monday. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. You are listening to Cold War Radio. But why some say the moon? Why choose this as our goal? And they may well ask, why climb the highest mountain? Why, 35 years ago, fly the Atlantic? Why does Rice play Texas? We choose to go to the moon. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things. Not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that goal will serve to organize and measure the best of our energies and skills. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept, one we are unwilling to postpone, and one we intend to win, and the others too. We shall send to the moon 240,000 miles away from the control station in Houston, a giant rocket more than 300 feet tall, the length of this football field, made of new metal alloys, some of which have not yet been invented, capable of standing heat and stresses, several times more than have ever been experienced, fitted together with a precision better than the finest watch, carrying all the equipment needed for propulsion, guidance, control, communications, food, and survival on an untried mission to an unknown celestial body and then return it safely to Earth, re-entering the atmosphere at speeds of over 25,000 miles per hour, causing heat about half that on the temperature of the sun, almost as hot as it is here today, and do all this, and do all this and do it right, and do it first before this dictate is out, then we must be bold. AOC, how I explain her, she really make my brain hurt, she always need a Twitter pace to save her, I'm really sick of her, she always spitting gibberish, I wasn't gonna diss you till you talked about my militants, you said my veterans are better off just sitting in, lying outside the VA when the waiting has been killing us, we wanna visit a private doctor or physician, but you say the VA isn't broken so don't go fix it in, girl you tripping, you go tell that to the veterans, that in front of the veterans affair without the medicine. This is nonsense, it's not about law or politics This is for all my veterans, sweating out in the hottest If you really are that somebody who never went and bought the sick How could you ever talk about medical, we are again I see you move your lips, but it never make no sense You need a play of a documentary on Netflix Cause like CBS, ALC don't know ABCs BETs are not one, two, three, three, just be seen So you can cut the script that you read for the public And with a puppet in front of us fronting it really make me sick of AOC like to voice your patriotism without the threat of being censored or shadow banned? Would you like to contribute to wounded veterans but don't know how? Would you like to communicate with like-minded conservatives without being trolled? If you answered yes, then Red Elephant, rdelephant.com is for you. Red Elephant is the new social media platform that will not censor or shadow ban you, and a portion of your sign-up fee goes directly to the Wounded Warriors Project, rdelephant.com. 
The very First Amendment in the Constitution of the United States of America gives us the freedom to express our opinions and ideas in many ways. Speech can be weak, speech can be strong. Speech can be words, speech can be song. Speech can breed love, speech can breed hate. Speech can be poor, speech can be great. There are so many things that speech can be, but above all else, speech must be free. This message is brought to you by the NAB Education Foundation, the Broadcast Education Association, McCormick Foundation, and this station. One America News Network, your leading source for the latest breaking national and international news. With nearly four times as many headlines as the other networks. Straight news, no speculation, no opinion, just the facts. Complete coverage 24 hours a day, seven days a week. One America News Network, your source for credible news. All right, welcome back to Cold War Radio, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Hutch Bailey Jr., your host, my esteemed co-host, Ward Miller, a couple zip codes away. Uh, some exciting things coming up in the future at Cold War Radio. We've got some personnel moves that are going to happen, some internal movements. Uh, we're going to add uh, a new co-host on Fridays. Uh, I'm not going to mention any details yet because I haven't uh, solidified things, but I'm about 98% sure. Uh, that we're going to be able to do some things uh, and th- with the co-host, uh, but we're also uh, on the verge. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. A couple months of having another producer online. And if that happens, that's going to really uh, change things a lot. Uh, well, maybe not. It's going to change things a lot. It's not going to change things a lot of the time. Uh, but you got to understand that I've been doing this show nonstop, virtually, uh, since 2010. Nine years is when Ward and I started Steel City Resistance, and I haven't uh, slowed down since. But I need a break every now and then, so we're going to get somebody else to come on uh, and maybe host the show, uh, which will be interesting. We're working on the details right now, uh, but we will announce them when they are solidified. Looking good, ladies and gentlemen. It's a good time. To become a Cold War Radio patron. Uh, we need your help. We really do. Uh, I try to take care of these folks. And in order to do that, uh, you're actually taking care of them. Uh, so get out there if you can. If you can afford it, uh, become a Cold War Radio patron. You can do that at SteelCityResistance.com. Uh, or my chat room moderator, Rocky, will probably, or somebody in the chat room, will put the link uh, to Patreon. So there's that. Now, uh, Ward, I want to talk about the diminishing respect 
for the office of president of the United States. And it just makes me wonder what the Democrats think uh, would happen after their just totally anti-American display. Uh, For instance, Virginia Democrats would boycott Trump visit to legislators, legislature's 400th anniversary ceremony. Now, what American politician would do that? I mean, we're getting to the point well, I, where it's two countries. I think what you do is you call their bluff. And then what you do is then, then at that point, you have the Republicans run on the fact that the commander-in-chief, the president of the United States showed up, and these people ran and hid like whiny little chickens. After taking oaths of office. You see, how I, you see how I controlled my language there? I did. Because I didn't want to call them people. Whatever. <laughs> well, but, I mean, you know, they, they take a, an oath of office to uphold the Constitution. And the Constitution describes uh, explicitly how we select elected officials. And this man was elected legally, uh, albeit uh, amazingly, after he beat 19 Thurston Howell Republicans. Uh, and they're going to just pretend like that didn't happen. And then you've got Buttigieg saying that white supremacy threatens to end the United States of America. He said that. This is a white dude. Or, I mean, he's a you know a little light and loafers dude. I don't know if that's right, but anyway. Uh, but this is a white no, no, guy. Whoa, 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 whoa. You can't say that, Hutch. I didn't say that. determine I, I, whether or not he's a guy. I was, talk- <laughs> I was talking about his shoes. You said he's a guy. <laughs> you, you can't tell whether he's that's a true. guy or not that's, because that's, right. that's up to him. He might identify as a tulip. And so you got to respect that. But I'm sure with a name like Buttplug, he does not have anything to do with being a woman. No, uh, I mean, butthurt, there's no way that you see that on the back of a football jersey. Just not going to happen. Well, you do it, it's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> and, and again, and, and this, is all leading, this is all leading up to something here, uh, but there are currently no, no nationwide demographic trends that favor Republicans in future elections, Axios reports. Now, if you want to talk about racism, think of that. So Axios is saying if there's this many Mexicans and this many whatever coming to this country and blacks take up this much of the demographics and Hispanics take up this much and all white people are fading out and dying, is that not a racist statement that because of your color – we know how you're going to vote? Uh, apparently, I mean, that's like the, that is the definition of racism. It is. Because you think you're, you're making a predetermined uh, disposition based on race. You because know, I, I'm a white guy, I have to vote Republican. Right. Or uh, if you're you know, a black guy, you have to vote Democrat because that's the way it is. And that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. And the fact that these re- these trends and reports are, are so full of crap. If you go back and look, these are the same ones that said there's that Donald Trump has no chance of winning the presidency. Right. None. Zero. Zilch. You know, and, and they could go on and on and 
Chris. Uh, up until election day. Up until election yeah. day, they were saying that. Up to night. I stayed up and watched them count the votes and watched these people cry like you never. I mean, it was just, oh, it was awesome. It, it was like, it was, oh, my goodness. It was very close to homecoming for me. I'll tell you, you're going to enjoy uh, November 2020. You're going to enjoy that when we do our election night coverage. Uh, it's fun. It'll be awesome. It's fun. We'll oh, even do. Great. We'll even do a, a special for the Democrat primary. I mean, it, it'll be fun. Uh, it, it, it's it, they, they're some of the most listened to shows that we've ever done. Uh, no matter where I was, no matter who I was uh, working with. Uh, so that's going to be interesting. Uh, now, what I wanted to say uh, about this Axios report and, and things like that is, I was talking to my wife the other day. Watching the news, and do you realize that almost everything that we're talking about in the United States media is all based on lies? I mean, I'm talking like 90% of the news coverage is about Russia. We know Russia was a lie, and I have a clip to prove that in a minute. Uh, Racism, uh, the border, the children in cages— the Charleston lie. I mean, everything that circuit. Can you imagine? Now, Ward, I know you're a serious guy and a veteran, as am I. Can you yes, imagine sir. the conversations around the KGB table when they look at America? It is a goddamn embarrassing situation for me that our official line on everything. And, and, and I hate to do this, but it's every single network. There's no fair and balance off to the side. This is every network. Chris Wallace talked about this for an hour on Fox News Sunday this weekend. Uh, it's all based on lies. I mean, you have to wonder what our adversaries are thinking because they know it's lies. I, I don't know, man. It, it's it's crazy to to think that they can just. It's. I know. It, it's just yeah. It, I, I, it gets me at a loss for words because it's so disheartening that nobody's is standing up for the president of the United States and saying, "Hey, look, he's doing an awesome job." It's never you know, mentioned. Unemployment. It's the lowest. It's been. It's never been better. You know, the economy has never been better. It just hit 27,000 last week. I mean, everything is, it's a juggernaut. Anybody that's and, working and that has a pension plan that is based like is making a ton plan. of bucks. I was able to retire two years early because of that. You know, this is something yeah. that, that, that it's just, uh, it's right in front of you. And, and they're talking these lies every single day. And the president gets stronger and stronger each day. And the left gets farther and farther away from being Americans. I mean, I think part of it, I think part of it, Hutch, is the the American people aren't paying attention to the media anymore. They're paying attention to people like us. They're paying attention to bloggers. They're paying attention to the Daily Caller. They're not getting, they're not stupid anymore. They're all getting woke up because they realize that the mainstream media 
has their interest in at heart, not yours. Right. And, no question. And apparently, you know, Fox News will sell out to the highest bidder. See Chris Wallace. Yeah, and, and I mean, it's it's ridiculous. I mean, Bette Midler. Hold on, let me identify where this is coming from here. All right, okay, got it. Now, uh, you've got uh, Bette Midler. Uh, the, the Democrats are going so far away from the Constitution and from America that they're starting to espouse communist actions. Bette Midler says to Jack Dorsey, the... Uh, imam of Twitter, shut down Grand Trump's twi- shut down Trump's Twitter until the next election. Can you imagine that? This is a a network television show where they're espousing destroying the First Amendment, which is the only reason their dumbasses are on the television to start with. It's unbelievable. Yeah, completely it, unbelievable. Especially the you know if. Any, if anyone would have come out and said the exact same thing when Obama was running for president, <laughs> there would have been people running the streets with torches. You're right. To the phones, but, ladies and gentlemen. To the phones. Valerie Z, Boca Raton. Hello, ma'am. Good evening, Hutch. Good evening, Ward. How you I doing? Was, good. I was um, thinking about lying by omission. <laughs> okay. And, yeah, they lie. Like crazy every day. But I was listening to Mark Levin today. Oh, my God. I was like, okay, so we're all talking about these four four women in Congress. They are anti-Semites. The Jihad Squad. Do you hear that on the news anywhere? Never, never. Oh, no. Never. Lying by omission. Women of color. That's all they are. Oh, oh yeah. And and it leaving. Oh, they accuse Trump of being Hitler and oh. and and anti-Semitic. Give me a break. But they don't tell the truth about these women that we have allowed to come into our country and be members of Congress. How angry should we be? This goes against. All of our laws, our Constitution in the United States of America, I have been on fire about this particular issue, and I got called out last night Uh on a radio show. And I know that some of your listeners were listening. Okay. And Elaborate. I am, uh, I have a little bit of panic from it. Now, these are all people I think you all know, so I will not mention any names. But I said something about why are the Jewish people in the United States of America not standing up, forming a posse, and fighting about this anti-Semitism right here, in our faces, no lies unless you don't see it. And I got called out by someone saying, well, you know, you can't say this. I said, you know, isn't it sad that we're all on the same side of the fence? We're all patriots. We all agree that we have someone in office right now who's really good, as, as good as we can get. No one's perfect. And you're fighting with me about something that is absolutely real and in our faces? It's been one of our problems for a long time. 
Uh, I called it, Ward and I have called it the circular firing squad. Not the only ones to call it that, but that's what we used to call it. And I have a an interview, uh, Valerie, that I'm going to resurrect. It's, it's 10 years old, 8 years old, that Mr. J and I did with a man named Evan Sayet. And he is a Jewish man and a former liberal and current super conservative uh, comedian. And he actually has the video uh, at the uh, Heritage Foundation that has more views than any other video in their history. I'd love to hear it. He explains it, and I'm not going to paraphrase it too much because I'll mess it up. But I'm going to find it, and it has to do with uh, fear of of Christianity and of Jesus. Uh, His theory does. I'm not saying that that's the reason, uh, but it's the only reason that I have ever heard anybody articulate. And I will get that up there, and I'll put it on. I've started to... uh, Put all of our interviews that we've done. Mona, Mona smacked me in the back of the head, man. So you got to start cutting these things up and putting them, cataloging them. And so sure. I did. I started doing that. And uh, you've seen, uh, I've played two of the videos or the uh, interviews on Spreaker, and they've got uh, followings in their own right, you know, viewers or listeners that are listening to just the interview, not the whole show. So I will find that uh, with Evan Sayet, and I'll let you know when it's getting ready to come out. Uh, that would be great. I'll publish that because it's really uh, the only time I've ever heard it explained. Well, because on Facebook they have a um, a page that's called Jexit, which is the Jews exiting right. the Democratic Party. And I think that this is such a huge topic because how can we not look at what happened in Germany? and not see the exact same thing, except we're being invaded from within, and it's going to explode into something really horrible. And the, and the, the Democrat Party is aligning itself. With, oh, yeah. That's right? going to do more than anything else. Uh, Absolutely. Rashida, Rashida mm-hmm. Tlaib, Ariana Presley, Saikat right. right. Chakrabarty, Zach Exley, uh, and Ilhan Nur Saeed Elmi, uh, who, who's trying to say her name is Omar. I don't Ilhan, care what her name is. I Ilhan Nur Saeed Elmi. What's the same as her brother, so it really don't matter. Right. She's an no, illegal alien. She's an they illegal just, alien. Go by Sharia law, pay no attention to our constitution, and just take over our whole goddamn country. Not going to happen. I'm sorry. I'm really Not gonna on fire about this issue. Um, anyway, I thank you for giving me the time. And I know I got a little bit off topic, but I just oh, wanted okay. to get my eyes out. Hey, this Thanks, isn't guys, the, this isn't the Rush Limbaugh show. This is my show. Thanks, Valerie. Call back anytime. Okay, take care. All right, we're going to go to Eugene, Bye-bye. Oregon, right now, and welcome Marlene to the program. Hello, Marlene. Hello. I wanted to uh, give you an uh, first of all, first of all, I guess I should say, awesome interview with Tom Tancredo. That was that- wonderful. Thank you. That was that was Ward's first uh, interview on the new Cold War radio. He did pretty well. Well, yes, you did, Ward. High five. Thank you very yes. much. Yes, you did. And by the way, I liked your article about the labels. I was going to let you know that. I thought that was really good. Thank you very much. You're welcome. And as far as the mainstream media, oh, yeah. They, I can, in my mind, they and the left are, in, are basically in bed together. 
They are. They love each other. Do you listen oh, to Rush Limbaugh? For each other. Do you listen they to is. Rush? And do you risk? Do you listen to Rush Limbaugh, Marlene? I haven't listened to him in a long time. When I was in college in the mid nineties, I used to listen to Rush every morning. He I'm came reti- on now nine o'clock out here, and I miss him. I used I'm, to love him. I'm retired, so I listen to him every now and then. But one of his oh, uh, God, I, I one know, of his one of his theories is that you always hear that the media works for the Democrats. So one of his theories is the Democrats work for them. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you, that that, that makes a little sense, man. I mean, absolutely. Because I mean, well, think about it for a second here, because like, for example, the Epstein thing, they decided, uh, you know, they could have swept that under the rug. You know, that could have made one, two days. Okay. We're going to, you know, Epstein's going on trial, blah, 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 blah. And they could have swept it under the rug. But they kind of, I think that they're kind of like, okay, well, we got to throw somebody a bone. So they're going to let this, they're going to let this guy go down and see who he throws under the bus to, to save his own soul. And they're figuring it's probably going to be Clinton because Clinton's the, the, the big dog there. He doesn't really bring the Democrats anything anymore, you know? I mean, other than a figurehead, he's not the he's not Bill Clinton from the you know nineties. This is an old man, washed up Bill Clinton, whose way wife is uh, yeah, way washed up, and she's <laughs> casting spells or something in New York. I'm not sure <laughs> Drinking Chardonnay. All yeah. right, <laughs> in the woods, in the woods, in New York, in Chapaqua. Yeah, I, I don't know what she's doing in the woods in New York with her wine. We'll, we'll leave that at that. Yeah, no, yeah. Have you have you noticed if you look at if you look at Bill Clinton, if you look at Bill Clinton uh physically at his the way he looks right now, if you go take a picture mm-hmm. of him right now in HD and put it up against Donald Trump, they're the same age, man. Stay away from those TVs drugs. Are terrible things. Stay away from those drugs and hot women, ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you. STDs are terrible. No kidding. They sure are. <laughs> Big time. But, so what uh, else is on your mind, Marley? Well, uh, I mentioned this, I think it was last Friday, about how uh, Eugene was uh, going along the road of a good old Agenda 21. Well, guess right. what? It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Our, what uh, what now? Governor Katie Brown, is. Uh, she's probably going to sign it. And so... Um, Anyhow, the, uh, some people in the city council, they were all mad because they didn't like it. I think it's hilarious to see them, our uh, Comicrat city council, get all upset just because they felt that, um, you know, they didn't want it. Well, I'll tell you what you ought to and, do. You ought, you ought to take some time and find out exactly when on the calendar that this is going to happen. But uh, I will. A, a guy I know named Joe Biggs, he's a veteran. Uh, mm-hmm. is going to hold a rally in Portland. And they're going to be bikers for Trump. There, There's going to be, we're going to have security. Let's put it that way. And it's going to be an anti-Antifa rally in the middle of Ooh. Portland. And boy, I'd love to, if you could get out there and check it out. I'll, I'll tell you what. That, that's, God, I wish I could. I'd love to be up in there with a hippie stick. Yeah, me too. I, I just got an Antifa bar. For my truck, man, I got a really big brush guard. <laughs> That's what 
for my yeah. for my F-150. That's my Antifa oh, wow. Black Lives Matter bar. Uh, you get in my way, I'm coming through, man. I'm, just, I'm coming through. Let me just say that. You've uh, just become a, You've just been promoted to speed bump. <laughs> That's exactly. Right. That's exactly right, man. You're not going to damage my yeah. vehicle either. Uh, so, By the way, the, I put the article in the chat room so people want to read the whole thing. But that's basically what they're doing, and I just went, oh, goody, here we go. <laughs> All right, Marley. No very few single-family homes. Yeah. That's, that's crazy, man. It is. And, and you know, the American people, even in Portland, are going to reject that. I mean, they have to. You have I hope to, they do. Isn't, isn't it the American dream to have your own freaking house? Yes. yes. That's what I was taught. I'm sure you, we both were taught that. I was. I have a house. Ward has a house. You have a house. I mean, nobody's taking it off me. You know, you no, can try. You, not you, mine. you can give it a shot. But, you know, make, anyway. make sure your will's updated and your next to kin are notified and you kiss your wife goodbye. But yeah, you can give it a shot. Get dental records. <laughs> uh, get dental records put in there, too, because I've got double up. Buckshot, yeah. man. You know, okay. I, all right, Marlene, thanks for calling, sweetheart. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome, my friend. Marlene from Eugene, Oregon, our ears, eyes and ears of the Northwest, uh, for sure. Now, uh, I got to tell you, Ward, I've had misgivings uh, lately about our legacy allies in Western Europe. Uh, I'm not real sure how advantageous uh, us being allied with these communists uh, in Western Europe is. I mean, you see the UK has launched some warships to go outside of Iran. Uh, they actually sent their entire Navy there. Three ships is what they're down to. <laughs> they're worthless. That the, the UK is Were worthless. You I am. I, I'm not serious that it's their whole Navy. But I'm okay. serious. But I am serious that it's damn near their whole Navy. And it would be my opinion if I was the State Department after the things that have been said in the UK and the things that have been done when the president goes there and whatnot, do not assist these idiots. Let them go. They want to do it. Let them go by themselves. They get beat. Let them get beat. I don't care about the British anymore. I don't. They can kiss my ass. All of them can. Germans, too. The only ones that have half a chance in Western Europe, in my opinion, are the Italians. The rest of them are all caving. They might as well all be Islamic states. Troops, troops, military troops bolster anti-illegal migration patrols in Melania's native Slovenia. That's what I like to hear. And I am more prone. I mean, that's what you I'm telling. I'm telling you this on Cold War Radio. I am more prone to want to have Eastern European allies as opposed to these oxygen thieves in our current allies. And I just mean that. I do. I have no doubt in my mind that Germany, England, France, all of them would drop us in a New York minute if they could. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, 
there are it's one of the cases where they're our friends as long as we're giving them money exactly we're as bringing as them we're to the party their... we're doing we're, we're protecting them we're the big brother we're, we look out for them but in, the, in, they, the, they in the back but behind the scenes the, behind the scenes they no. break the treaty with iran you know and and they get oil from iran i i, I have no love for them they can kiss my ass Sorry, that's just the way it yeah, is. Yeah, I, I agree and, with you. And, I mean, I yeah, got I, mean, a, I got a co-host from Western Europe. I don't care. I don't care. I've had enough of it. If you want to, if you want to be a a you know an ally, act like an ally. If you don't, that's cool. You know, you got your four ship army or your navy. Right, go go fight it out. That's it, baby. You go. You know, that, that, and, that and doesn't then when, mean we have to do it anything. We don't even have to launch a ship. Right. I mean, if you, you know, in and, London, and if Trump you want to that up. Now, if you remember, Trump brought that up about getting rid of NATO and the whole nine yards, and everybody lost their minds. Why is NATO, Why are we still involved in NATO? Turkey is buying Russian missiles, ladies and gentlemen. We had to cancel the fighter jet program with Turkey because Recep Tayyip Erdogan uh, decided he was going to buy jets from, from or, uh, air defense artillery from Russia. Unbelievable. Let's go to the phone. Sean from California, you're first. Go. Hey, Hutch. Uh, when you guys brought that up, uh, recall Gavin Newsom, I was like, wait a minute, there was actually already a thing about that? I didn't know uh, about that. Indeed. <laughs> so I actually looked into it, and it, yeah, there is a huge, um, well, not huge, huge, but still, there's a lot of people trying to recall him now. Uh, Change.org, there was... Uh, Travis Allen holding a petition, so I signed Bo just to help out, saying, hey, I want this guy gone. And I even had a friend of mine help sign in and say, hey, help spread this around, because right now, California is on the verge of just losing yeah. everything. No question. Uh, I mean, I mean health care for illegal aliens, uh, illegal aliens voting, that's not a state. No, no, it's not. It's not a state that I grew up in or was, you know, well attuned to when I wasn't even in politics. Right. That's the funny thing about politics, man. It gets in your life. And once it gets in your life, then, you know, once it starts affecting you negatively or positively, uh, it tends to draw people into it. So I'm glad that you're involved in it. Yeah, I mean, 2016 was the year I got involved because I just I took a look around me and I saw all my surroundings in California. I'm like, God, this place sucks. What the <laughs> hell happened to it? Imagine Ward and I. We're in our 50s, right? And right. we grew up in an industrial powerhouse. I mean, just a powerhouse. There was so much fire in our city, melting steel and iron ore and coke and everything else. Not cocaine, ladies and gentlemen. Coke and steel production. And to watch it all go away in our lifetimes, we had that metamorphosis. Well, I shouldn't say we. I did. I think Ward did. I think you were a Democrat to start, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay, so we both did. We had the same thing. We watched this and we had to make a conscious decision. Whoa, 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 whoa. The whole city's wrong. We're right. And we're still fighting yep. our way out of that. So you're not the only one, Sean. Believe me. Right. I know you feel like you're surrounded, but you're not the only one. We've been living it our whole lives. What, what's that guy's name uh, who did the war room with uh, Quinn? 
he used to be a radio Jim Quinn. Host. Jim Quinn. Jim Quinn. Quinn. I think that's national. It, was well, that national? No, was well, the war room national? It it was local, but it was uh, Quinn and Rose. Rose Tennant is now yeah, national. But they, She's it, national. It was called in the. Uh, it was called War Room. Okay, because yeah, the War Room. Anyway, he used to be a, a local DJ, you know, morning show, morning zoo type thing, you know, with the sound effects, and he was Banana Dawn with with and Rush Limbaugh was, on the same circuit as Rush Limbaugh was. He was a DJ too back in yeah, the day. I didn't. Know and, that. I mean, and what happened yeah. with him? What happened was uh, he somebody asked him. They said, "How did you become a Republican? I thought you were a hardcore Democrat." He says. A Republican is a Democrat that got screwed. Yep. And, and, if you, and if you think about it, he's absolutely right. I mean, yeah. damn right. I, I became a Repu- that, I became a Republican uh, when my first son was born. Nice. When I I realized there was no future for him in the Democrat uh, regime. They were they were already. I mean, you talk about the ultimate uh, eat your own. The Democrat Party is against white people, ladies and gentlemen. If you're white and you're a de- and I'm not saying that's the only thing they're against, but if you're white and you're a Democrat, you're stupid. That's all I can say. I don't yeah. know how else to characterize it. You know I, what I, I mean? Know. When you see these, uh, sorry, go ahead. I Sean, was going to say when you see these mouth breathers on there, you know, in chat rooms and on Twitter and whatnot. And, you know, the smug, and everybody knows who I'm talking about. The smug is so much better than you. Trump's an idiot, blah, blah, blah. These these children in their mother's basement will someday come and be, you know, <laughs> right, step away they, and right, no longer they, be cap- keyboard warriors. Because they don't have fathers, so they're in their mother's basement. That's correct. Yeah, and then they're going to step away, and you know they're they're the keyboard warriors, and and they they want to show how intelligent they are, and it's very. I mean, and if you ever talk to them, meet them at all, it comes apparent really quick that they have absolutely no concept of what's going on around. Them. You know how you gauge Other it, board? You know how you bad. gauge it? You get a stopwatch, and as soon as you start talking to them, you push the stopwatch and start it, and you see how many minutes it takes into the debate before they call you something before they call you a racist or a nazi or a homophobe that's the way it is hey sean thanks for calling i got other calls on the line peace out brother all right there you go bill from indiana thanks for waiting you're up next no problem well one uh i i can guarantee you this is one crap that will not be kissing your ass <laughs> my man good <laughs> <laughs> but no you know i mean hell merkel is gonna buy all the natural gas from russia sure and you know and like you said the uk germany all of them over there are up iran's ass for oil man i'm glad it's not just me no because I, I was thinking, I was thinking, this is an unpopular thing to say, but God damn it, it's the way I feel. Well, the way I look at it, they picked on what was it, two British tankers and another one from somewhere else. Yeah, I can, I guarantee you, the Brits are in on it. Did you see They're the film of the crew? I mean, is that no. Britain? Is that Britain? 
I mean, there was only like three or four white guys on the crew, man. I mean, yeah, you know, I think there was only seventeen in all. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the yeah, entire crew was only like seventeen. You say yeah, British, you say British, and you show me that picture, that video of a crew, and it makes me realize that Sadiq Khan is the mayor yeah. of London. The UK's lost, right. man. Let's drop them like a hot potato, man. Let exactly. them go. Let them let them deal with what they've made. You well, know what I mean? They deserve to suffer. They won't even protect their own it. little girls. Right. That's exactly No, the, instead they go after the instead they go after the reporters that report on the on it. Tommy Robinson Tommy in prison. Robinson. In prison yeah, for right. journalism. Right. You know, exactly. screw screw the UK, man. Don't even let them in the United States. It's a shame. Uh, it's a shame. It, I hate it, saying it. You know, I, I look I back too. on on General Field Marshal Bernard Montgomery and D Day and things, but you know what? Patton could have taken all of that. You better believe it. You know, you if I didn't run him out of it. gas, he would have. That's right. Yep. I mean, they they gave that to Montgomery as a face saving thing. Uh, yeah, that's and, the truth. Yeah. You know, and, and I've had it, made him look terrible in Italy. <laughs> I had enough of it. Man. Yeah. I really, I really have, man. It's like the hell with these people, well, man. You know, we finally, after all these years, got a president that has a pair and is standing up for us. And every sob in the Republican Party, damn near, is bucking him. Unbelievable, man. It but is. it's but it's not really unbelievable when you look, and this is what I was trying to talk to Congressman Tancredo about. Show me the money, man. This is what yeah. this is the only thing that you can watch in Washington that will lead you to the truth, and right. that is these exactly. prostitutes and their pursuit of money, foreign money. I yep. mean, you can't tell me that America is legalizing dope in every freaking state. You can't tell me that the cartel money's not behind that. Hell, it has been for years. This just didn't happen overnight. This has been going on with these cartels for the least I know of the last 40-some years. It's unreal, man. I think it's it's kind of a uh, you wash my hand, I'll wash yours type thing. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, well, it's like okay, we'll we'll let the the people keep coming in and bringing drugs as long as they're going to vote Democrat. Okay, yeah, and, and and you know, El Chapo was paying somebody because that was what oh. the dude did. He just threw money around like it was in, like it was nothing. Right, exactly. You know, so okay. I'm sure that there was plenty of people that cut their palms greased, and you know, they're they're afraid of El Chapo. Sure, you know, well, yeah. If, you, you know, Nancy might be scared. You know, MS-13 might pay her a visit if she, you know, doesn't do her best to keep them keep them borders wide open. Well, they get what oh, they it's deserve. Not just her. They it's get what they deserve. And, and it's also that damn Soros. Yeah, that's true, too. And that's why is he still walking around? Why is he still yeah. walking around? You know, but then yeah, again, yeah, you got to ask yourself, you got to ask yourself, why is Bill and Hillary Clinton still walking around? Exactly. Why is well, why is Eric Holder giving speeches? Why is Susan Rice still on the networks? You exactly. know, it's ridiculous. Well, Bill, I gotta let you right. go, man. I'm running out of time, brother. And I, I want to play okay. a, I want to play a couple clips that you're going to appreciate. So thanks for okay, calling. Okay, buddy. 
Take care. Bill from Indiana. Great, great call. And uh, Ken, thanks for calling in when the uh, guest was on. I appreciate that. Now, I want to get to to something here, a couple things. Uh, I talked about that. Uh, Ivanka Trump bought her daughter a white dog, and the Internet trolls call her a racist. (laughs) Of course they do, because it's a white dog. It's unbelievable. And if if it had been a black dog, it would have been cultural appropriation. They're looking for anything that they to slap this this poor family around that are doing absolutely nothing except making everybody's lives better. So good. You know, the, did you see, I think Trump's, they said Trump's favorable rating in, in uh, Israel is like almost 75%. Of course. Did you see that? Yeah. I mean, it's insane. They love him there. I and mean, they love, and, and we love him here. And they're just not reporting right. it. They're just not reporting it. And I think that's that what kind of- has to happen because the Republican Party won't stand up for our president. We need no. to stand up for him. Pat we Toomey, start- man. Pat Toomey, can somebody please primary this moron? Please primary this guy that is bankrolled by Wall Street and by people like the U.S. Chamber of Commerce and the Koch brothers. He wants to replace you, Pennsylvania, with Mexican labor. Wake the hell up and somebody get out there, hopefully a combat veteran, and primary Toomey the hell into oblivion. Uh, I mean, when's the last time that you saw somebody like Adam Schiff or Gerald Jowles Nadler come out and make totally false statements about our president and how they were going to hound his whole family and every financial transaction he ever made. Do you remember all the Republicans that came out to stand up against that? No, you don't remember because there freaking weren't any. Pat Toomey was yeah. under his damn desk. And I'll put that explicit tag on there proudly because that's what's happening. They don't even. All right. Now, I'm, I'm going to go into something here. This is a warning for everybody. And I'm not trying to make you scared. I'm just trying to get you prepared because this is what's coming. Every single attack that you have heard in the last two and a half, three years against President Trump has nothing to do with President Trump. They're coming after you. President Trump is merely in the way. God Almighty inserted President Trump into this argument to give us a chance to fight for our damn selves. And now it's time for us to honor that and stand up, gird our loins, and prepare for battle. Listen to these black women. And one guy, E.J. Dion, you ought to be embarrassed to be on this same panel. But I want you to listen to the words of these black women and what they feel about Trump supporters. Those borders, that's the opposite of how white Americans got here, yeah. right? So that's uh, that makes no sense. Yeah. Um, but Donald Trump really has revealed something, which is not just the racism. That's the stuff he's been doing. That.
that is white nationalism, is right. it not? To say this is a right. white country, and if you're not white, you're not really American. Like you're not really French if you're from North Africa. Right. You live in France, but you're not French. That's what we've always criticized about the way that Europe had used to operate. Yeah, I think this is something that um, his supporters, and we have to start calling his supporters supporters racist as well. That MAGA uh, had that MAGA symbol has come to represent something. It is the new Nazi symbol. It is the new uh, hood, uh, the Klan hood. So I, I think they don't feel comfortable describing themselves that way. And so this president has to say, oh, no, you guys don't worry about it because this is what I mean. And when he says America first, he means white America first. And that's something that people, racism is so ingrained in this country that when you criticize it, people feel like you're criticized. You don't, you're not a patriot. And I think particularly for black people, we have such a complicated history with this country. We're no less patriots. We've always known who this country was. When people say this isn't who we are, isn't it though? This is exactly, this racism is as American as apple pie. Yeah. But we love this country for the promise of what the country could be. And yep. if I may just address what, uh, what Spencer said, or not Spencer, I get them so confused. Uh, Stephen Miller said um, <laughs> about uh, Congresswoman Ayanna Presley. Um, she she was not saying that you have to talk like a brown person. She was saying we don't need people in Congress who show up with brown faces who don't want to be brown voices, with black faces who don't want to be black voices, because we all know the two are not always the same. I mean, you can take um, Omarosa for example. She was a black face in this administration. I don't know that I would describe her as a black voice. You can take the new Omarosa, uh, Candace Owens, whatever her name is. She is a black face. She certainly isn't a black voice. And so I don't want, to, want him to have the opportunity to misconstrue what right. she's saying. And even his language itself was very racist. The term illegal immigrant is overwhelmingly offensive. And it, even that comes with... And it's outdated. Um, it's outdated, right, right. and so but Congressman uh, Joaquin Castro, chair of the Hispanic Caucus, introduced legislation this week to remove it from the federal government right. lexicon so we can start having a more inclusive government and live up to what the promise of what America's supposed Absolutely. to be. Yeah, it's an out- yeah, wordsmiths, they want to remove illegal alien from the lexicon. Candace Owens is not black enough for these people. Amorosa, who's a nut job anyway, uh, is not uh, a black voice. You have to be a certain way. To be a black voice and Ward, you and I are all racist. Yeah, and I'm good with it. I'm Me too. totally Me good too. with being a, I mean, if that's what it's gonna you know what though, we gotta be like world's most terrible racists. <laughs> I, I don't burn crosses. I, I, I don't throw rocks at little children. I I, I, I I what do I gotta do? I mean, somebody gotta lead us and, and tell us what as as terrible racists what we have to do because for the last two years I really haven't done my 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 racist duty <laughs> so I'm gonna have to figure out what that is and, yeah uh, me too and, and you, you know, know because you know you know apparently the media thinks that we're all racist so you know I guess I'm gonna have to live up to their their standard and you know the funny part about it is they invented the KKK you know it's not like uh, we, we have any, we have anything to run about I mean this is uh it's kind of fun in a way. Uh, and, and if you like Rashida Tlaib uh, and Ilhan, whatever the hell her name is, who married her brother in Minnesota, who they keep saying is a duly elected representative from the 5th District of Minnesota. Yeah, you know why? Because Keith Ellison because and where- Barack Obama imported 150,000 Somali villagers, Somalis. peasants, and put them in there. What African person in your mind would ever go to Minnesota? None. Zero. It's cold there. <laughs> Unbelievable, man. And But if this is what we want in America, Muslims slaughter escaped cow, slit its throat, in Home Depot parking lot. 
That really happened in Connecticut, Ward. This halal food joint keeps livestock on the premises so they can whack it right before they serve it. They're savages, man. They are savages. I guess the question would come into play as to how is that zoned? I mean, racist, have, racist, have, racist, 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 racist. Yeah, you exactly. You can't ask that kind of question. Oh, I can't. I'm sorry. I can't. I can't speak of the Muslims. Racist. Don't use that word. Oh yeah. Uh, the, <laughs> it's the, unreal. The religion man. of peace, people. Yeah, the religion, the religion of, of peace, people. As as Mr. J used to say, the religion of pieces, or the religion of loopholes. <laughs> You know, I mean, it's uh, unbelievable. Can you imagine going to Home Depot to get a sheet of plywood and a cow comes out into the parking lot and a couple Muslims tackle him and slit his throat right in front of your kids? Savages, man. And finally, finally tonight. Wait, wait, I got, I got a question. What do you think would happen if they come out and they're trying to pull this cow and I pull out my 9 millimeter and I blast it in the head? <laughs> <laughs> The cow or the Muslim? <laughs> well, I was thinking the cow, but you know, hey, I'll help you guys out. I'm gonna, pre- I'm gonna protect the cow. <laughs> yeah, because I didn't think you were allowed to shoot them anyway. So no, that, that ruins everything, anyhow. It's crazy, man. It's absolutely nuts. Now, there's a reporter out there. Her name is Ellen Ratner, uh, and she's sitting in this on this panel, and she took a meeting with Julian Assange. And uh, you just like saying that name like that. Assange. Make, but, the, uh, make the French. Wee oui, wee. Oui. Yeah, it is. I mean, I could like Assange. Little reverb. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, she she met with him for three hours. And you have to remember that the whole Russian collusion, da 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 da, is all predicated on a couple things. But one is that the Russians hacked the DNC servers that the FBI refused to look at. Now, if you look at the media report, they say that the DNC never gave the FBI permission to look at. Well, the FBI doesn't look at permission. If they want to look at something... But they didn't look at the servers either. Right. They're going to look at something if they want to look at it. So the FBI, under James Comey, refused to look at the DNC servers. That's number one. Well, you know the, the, what I heard? The the thing I just read today, honestly, that just I, I guess it just came out, is what they're saying now is that the, that the DNC server was not hacked, but Seth Rich copied the contents of the server and turned it over to WikiLeaks. That's how WikiLeaks got it. Listen, not to, the, the Russians. listen, listen to the clip. I know we all hate, I hate these media people. They're the worst, awful, <laughs> awful. But don't get hung up Agreed. on Agreed. Because it really it doesn't have that much of an effect. And they did report the emails, Wikipedia. They, they went after Hillary. WikiLeaks. WikiLeaks, yeah, excuse me. Not Wikipedia. By the way, just FYI, I, I met with... i got to take a WikiLeaks. <laughs> I, 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 I spent three hours with Julian Assange on Saturday. At the Ecuadorian embassy yeah, get in this. London. Listen to this. Go ahead. I did. Yeah. And, but one of the things he did say is that the leaks were not from, uh, they were not from the Russians. They were Boom! an internal source. Internal uh, source. From the Hillary campaign. Or Seth from, Rich. From somebody that knew Hillary, an enemy. Uh, and they he does not him. think they're from Russians. 
and he said Russia got credit for something WikiLeaks should have gotten credit for. Well, how many people think that there was part of the party, the Democratic Party, that was trying to put the poison in? Because I always wondered if there were people who just secretly wanted to ruin it for her within their own party. Do you think that? Well, as he said, she's been around a long time. She has a lot of enemies, and the enemies that he had or has are mainly in the real estate business, uh, but not, you know, he hasn't been in public life, so he doesn't have that sort of enemies that all of us would get if we were in public life. So look for her to be smeared uh, if she doesn't commit suicide. Uh, but she's basically telling you what we've known all along. See, this is the what I was talking about at the beginning of the show. Uh, the lies, man. It's Everything's based on lies. You and I have known that Seth Rich, I mean, maybe we didn't know 100%, but we've heard the story for three years that Seth Rich downloaded this stuff on a USB drive and gave it to WikiLeaks, Julian Assange, and the rest is all bullshit because you can't possibly get that much material uh, with an online connection. You know, I, I mean, it's uh, now it's like, oh, my God, this breaking story. But they could have had this three years ago, Ward. Yes. Well, I think that's why the, they decided they didn't want to give the the server to the FBI because the FBI would say this wasn't hacked that somebody from the DNC turned this stuff over so it came off of the server whereas if they said oh the Russians got it well maybe they manipulated it or they did something and they changed something right you know they could go with that kind of a of but what theory. other group what but, other group on the planet gets to tell the FBI nah man you know what we don't really want to give you the server nobody else gets exactly. to do that twice yeah. One of the, I think that they did get a hold of of Hillary eventually after she deleted the thirty thousand emails that were supposed to be there by subpoena, and you know the other thing that got me about that, and nobody ever questioned this, and she said my lawyers went through everything to make sure that it, there wasn't any uh, any personal uh, information there or whatever, right? Now the FBI said that they had seen that there were markings for classified material on the servers. So, if her lawyers went through that, they don't have security clearances. <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine Did anybody ever that. think of that? Imagine that. And then we wonder why stuff gets blown up. The Senate has introduced a bill to label Antifa domestic terrorists. That's about time, Ward. I mean, that's that's something that... Well, we, uh, were, we were calling for that two weeks ago during that show that we did sure. with, after that a journalist got jumped up in uh yeah. in uh portland and we were saying that they, that they should be declared the domestic terrorists and apparently uh ted cruz and bill cassidy um uh, proposed the bill in the senate so we'll see what happens yeah that's all you can uh, do with something like that see i mean it's a no-brainer because, to us but well it'll probably pass the senate and then die in the house because either nancy won't let it go to a vote or if she does, the Democrats are going to have to choose whether or not they're they're back in their new clan. And and uh, just I, a retraction. The new clan. Just a retraction. I I had uh, mentioned Scott Smith earlier. I meant Scott Miller. 
uh, of the Trump administration. Uh, and now we have Representative Rashida Tlaib is calling for a $20 minimum wage. <laughs> They're losing yeah, I actually even put, their minds. I put this... I put this video up on the uh, on our Facebook page because I just thought it was so completely and mention insane. mention that play, m- mention that Facebook page again. I'm gonna try to re uh, reignite that. I-, I dropped it for a while. I was about ready to get off Facebook, but I uh, reconsidered uh, because of your work on the Cold War Radio page. <laughs> My work, uh, yeah. It's just uh, I think it's just Facebook.com slash. Um, Cold War Radio 22. Yep. You'll notice a lot of my stuff ends up with 22s behind it. Like my Twitter handle is Wardy22, et cetera. That's my my number when I played hockey in high school. So that's how stuff sticks with you. <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, you know what? We're just about out of time. So uh, how can people get in touch with you and your final comments, sir? Uh, well, you can get in touch with me at the aforementioned at Wardy22 on Twitter. Uh, I do I do a lot of the posts and stuff on our uh, Cold War Radio Facebook page. So any of the memes and stuff you see up there, most of the advertisements for the shows is Hutch because Hutch is like that. <laughs> Ward, I want to thank you for coming on. I want everybody to check out RSBN Music dot bandcamp dot com madison rising dot com and free music archive dot org it's been a pleasure uh, being with you tonight and man i'll tell you what word i'm glad you're back brother i just got a feeling i just got a feeling man it's like it's like a berg thing i don't know what it is but uh, i love it thanks for coming on great show i'm hutch bailey jr all across the fruited web I want to thank everybody for letting us into your life for a couple hours. No interview on Wednesday. Uh, That was canceled. It happens from time to time. And I'll be up at the Northern Command starting tomorrow. Uh, Hope we get some good connectivity. If we don't, hey, what are you going to do? That's why we're going to get another producer. Thanks for coming out, man. Thank you, Mona. Thanks to my whole staff. Cold War Radio, ladies and gentlemen. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 8 p.m. to 10 or beyond. God bless.
is watching. America is watching. But more important, Godfather.